0: Last week, we had
1: discussed in regards to one aspect of the month of Muharram, and we mentioned that the aspect of muhasaba of taking stock of ourselves, that is what is remaining. In this verse of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah mentions in the beginning of Surah Asr. Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam wal asr by the time. And Allah Ta'ala says that verily insan is in a loss. This time is so valuable. It's such a great thing that Allah Ta'ala takes a qasam by time. That a person sometime in his life a person gets sick. But many many people that were sick also sometime a person is in a wheelchair. But he goes to makkah sharif he drinks the water of zamzam he makes dua to allah wa taala and next thing the man he wakes up and he starts walking what is the khudrat of allah wa taala so a person can be sick he can be bedridden also but he will wake up and he will walk allah Taala can give him back his health just yesterday we required some cushions for the darul iftar so as i was coming up loop street i stopped by one upholsterer. so i stopped by him as i came out of the car he was sitting in the gutter and he was doing his work So I didn't know he was the person that was the owner of the business, so he made salam to me. So I replied to him and he told me what is it that you require. So I told him that this is what I require, I gave him all the specification. So he asked me that how do you want it covered, do you want it covered with material. So I said yes, I want it covered with material. So I told him show me what type of material do you have. So he called the lady on the inside and he said bring the material to me. And then he tells me that make mouth, I cannot get up and I cannot walk. So I said, why, what's wrong? Did you fall? Did you get hurt? What happened to you? So he says that I was in hospital. For approximately one or two months I was in hospital. And so to say bedridden. And he says I actually died. They were resuscitated him. So he said that I was already dead and I was brought back to life. And he says that the doctor in the hospital, he had given me the wrong medication. So he reacted. So he said, I was gone. When I, when I was able to come out of hospital, he says that all the other doctors told me, you can take this doctor to task. But I told that doctor that I don't want to take you to task. Don't worry about it, whatever has happened. But they are just draining my medical aid and I'm not recovering. He says, I came out, I came home and Allah wa ta'ala, has given me my health. Today I'm sitting here and I'm working again. So I told him, when Allah gave you this life again, you say you were dead. Allah, Allah took your life away and Allah gave you life once again. Now give that life of yours to Allah. Wa ta'ala. And now spend your time in the masjid. Dunya is going to come. Life will continue. But give your life to Allah. Wa ta'ala. And what enjoyment, what Allah will give you in return when you give your life to Allah, no investment in the world can ever give you that type of a return. When Hazrat Musa, <laughs> when he went to the Mount of Tur and he left his wife, Hazrat Safura, he left her one side and he went in search of a guide or he went in search of some fire. So, when he went to the Mount of Tur and he spoke to Allah, wa ta'ala, that the journey of Allah wa ta'ala, now entered, penetrated the face of Musa. <laughs> so, Allah told Musa <laughs> that, Musa, that now if you're going to go from here, then you need to cover your face. Because my tajalli, my jalwa, my noor, it is penetrated into your face to such an extent that if any person has to see the face of Musa alayhi their eyes won't be able to withstand that tajalli of Allah ta'ala, they will go blind. So Allah ta'ala said that even if you take a piece of metal, or Musa, And this piece of metal you put before your face, my tajalli and my nur, it will go through that metal also. That is how powerful the tajalli of Allah. That's why in dunya, we cannot see Allah. These eyes don't have the capability. They don't have the capacity to see Allah. So nevertheless, Allah then told Musa al-Islam, See, O Musa, when you came here, you came with a blanket on you. And my tajalli and my jalwa went into that blanket also. So it is only this blanket that will be able to withstand my tajalli. So, so Musa islam cut a piece from there. And after cutting a piece from there, Musa islam put it on his face like a parda. And then he went to his wife, as a Safura. When he went to his wife, she said, What's this? That you're coming here with your parda? I can't even see your face. So he explains to his wife what happened at the Mount of Tur, that you're not going to be able to see my face. And if you try to see my face, you're going to lose your sight. So she said, what's the benefit of me living? If I can't see you, the Nabi of Allah, wa ta-ala. so much of love she had for Musa, she said, I want to see your face. So she said, I'm going to try with one eye. So she moved that, that, uh, the, that blanket, that piece of blanket that he was using as a covering. So she moved it slightly. And when she moved it slightly and her eye fell on Musa finished, one eye was gone immediately. But she didn't stop over there. Such enjoyment she got in that tajalli, in that noor coming out of the face of Musa alaihissalam. she looked to the other eye also. And when she looked to the other eye, then the other eye also went. So she lost her sight immediately. It is mentioned when Rumi rahmatullah <laughs> alayhi At that time, Allah tabarruf, the voice came from the unseen. And Allah wa ta'ala then addresses the wife of Musa alayhi Salaam that do you have any regret, do you have even a remorse that these eyes of yours have lost, are gone now, that you don't have your luck, gaze any longer because of looking at the face of Musa So what did she respond and she said, she said that if I had 100,000 eyes, I would have sacrificed my 100,000 eyes just for looking at the face of Musa <laughs> Muharumi further writes, he said that she, Allah Ta'ala became so happy, Allah Ta'ala became so happy, at day and day, her eyesight was restored again also. So what doesn't a person get when he's connected to Allah? Wa ta'ala? What, what is the Noor of Allah? What is the tajalli of Allah? Really, if a person has to connect there, dunya is absolutely nothing. Dunya holds no value in the eyes of a person. Allah, ta'ala give us this type of a connection. So this is, uh, so this is dunya. A person, sometimes he has his health, he loses his health. But if Allah ta'ala wants, he will get his health back also. Some years ago, there were two brothers. So they had some family politics. So the one brother, he was very sick, he was in hospital. So he thought that now in a few days he will pass away. So because they had some family politics, the one brother came, the elder brother. And the elder brother said that the day he passes away, the janaza is going to go from my house. So there was a the whole dispute where the janazah is going to go from. Today we have gone to that extent that we, in our fight, we are fighting where the janazah is going to go from. So he said the janazah will go from my house, it will not go from this house. So nevertheless, whatever he said, he he wanted to say, he said, and he left, he went away. After that, it is mentioned that brother that was in hospital, Allah Ta'ala restored his health and he was moving again. And the brother that came to make arrangement where the janaza is going to go for? From that person, he passed away and he's gone. And many years after that passed, this brother then passed away. So the health a person, Allah Ta'ala blessed him, he can lose it, he will get it later on. The wealth Allah Ta'ala blessed us with, that wealth, it might, a person might lose it, he might become a pauper also. He could lose all his investments, all his assets, everything. But a person, he starts from scratch again. He buys one, two items, he starts selling, Allah gives him barakah. he comes up in life again. So the wealth also a person can get again. But the time that Allah has given us in our life, that time will never ever return. These moments, whilst we are sitting here and we are talking, these moments of our life that are passing, these moments will never ever come back in our life ever again. The time of our youth that has passed, Never a person can desire and he can make dua also. But that is impossible that the youth of a person, it will come back again. So this time is a very very valuable commodity that Allah has given us. حَاسِبُوا أَنفُسَكُمْ قَبْلَ أَن تُحَاسَبُوا That is why take stock of yourself before your stock is taken tomorrow on the day of Piyama. In this dunya, a businessman, a man that is doing business in dunya, when it comes to the financial year end, when it comes to February, 28th of February, sometimes big, big businesses, one day they close, two days they close. They want a proper stock take. And they want to see at the end, when the balance sheet is is now recorded, the balance sheet is made out, they want to look at the balance sheet. That are we gaining or are we losing? If we are losing, we have projected that we're supposed to make so much of profit for this year, but we haven't made that profit, where are our losses? Where are we losing? Is there some stealing going on in our warehouses? Or is it something going on at the tills? Or is it at the manager's post that something is wrong? And if they find they find that somebody is stealing going on, more security will be brought in there. They will now become more tight on those particular areas. Exactly the same way, let us understand our condition. That when it is the year end, the Islamic year end, take stock of ourselves. Are we winning or are we losing? Last year, what was my condition? Have I increased or am I decreasing? Am I going lower or am I going closer to Allah, tabarak ta'ala? A person may be reading his namaz, he may be making tilawat of Quran, all this may be in order, but because of some guna, everything I I'm losing a person that he t- took a dhanik of another person. What is a dhanik? Just a sixth of a dirham. And today, approximately, if you have to value it, what is one sixth of a dirham? About four rands. Approximately, four rands If a person had you served four rands of another person, it is mentioned in the kitab al asbab al that 700 accepted salah of that person will be taken on the day of Qiyamah and be given to the person that you served that four rand. Imagine for then 700 namazes and to to drive for salah for one salah how much we are paying so how a person has to take stock of himself and today we are living in a time everybody is worried about the faults of the other person husband he looks for the faults of the wife and the wife she is looking for the faults of the husband the moment the husband tells the wife, "You got this problem, you must sort this out," she'll say, "But you got this problem and you got this problem and ten other problems." She will take out. And similarly, if the wife tells the husband, "You got this fault," he'll say, "But you got this fault and this fault and that fault." If the the ustad he's looking for the fault of the student, and the student he's looking at the fault of the ustad. The sheikh is looking at the fault of the murid, and the murid is looking at the fault of the sheikh. everyone is looking at the fault of the other person. But who is really worried that I got so many faults in me and these are the faults that need to be rectified? What <laughs> by Padia Rahmatul Ali used to say, that your one finger that is pointing to somebody else, look at how many fingers are pointing to yourself, that worry about yourself. If it were, I think it was Mufti Taqi Uthmani Sahib Dawud Barakatum, he was on Pakistani International Airways PIA. So when he was travelling, he was in first class. Whilst he was in first class, then the air hostess came to him. And the air hostess told him that, uh, that here there's wine, we are serving wine, what wine would you like to drink? So the Mufti South said, no, we don't drink wine, this is not permissible for us to drink. So the air hostess there in the plane, they even become Muftis there. So she said that, no, no problem, in some planes you go, they say that it is permissible for you to sit and read your namaz. Even in the plane, a person can't sit and read namaz, a person has to stand and read namaz. And if they don't allow you, and you sit and you read your namaz, when you land, you have to read that namaz again, you have to read it in the plane, but when you land, you read it again. So nevertheless, she said that it is, uh, so she said that no, if you drink little bit, so now she's giving Mufti Saab the fatwa. So she said, if you drink little bit, then it is okay, then it is no problem. So Mufti sahab, mashallah, is very witty also and very intelligent. So he also gave an answer immediately to her. What he told her, he said, see that little bit that you want to give me to drink, that you say is permissible, go and give it to the pilot. I'm giving it to the pilot, Hadiya, let him drink it. So uh, she said, how can I give the pilot? Pilot is on duty, he's flying the aircraft. So how can I give it to him? So Mufti Saab said, if he is on duty 24 hours, I'm on duty also. Every moment I got to obey what is the command of Allah wa Taala. So it's not permissible for me to drink it. In another place, Mufti taqi Saab mentioned, he says that the entire world or the entire Pakistan rather. They are screaming, Islam Zindabad, Islam Zindabad, that Islam must come alive in the world. Islam must become alive in the world. Mufti Saf said that this body that you have, he said, this is one country. In this one country that you have, you are the only president of the country. You got no opposition also. And in here, there is the province of the eyes. There's the province of the ears. There's the province of the tongue, the province of the hands, the province of the feet, the province of thinking, all these different provinces. And you are the president of the country. Just get all these provinces right. And you will come right. If you come right and every other person worries about himself and he comes right, the whole world will come right. Everything will come right in the world. Islam will become alive in the world once again. So our problem is we worried about the whole world. We're not worried about ourselves. It is mentioned one person Abu Ghalib, rahimahullah, he used to go to Hazrat Abu Umar in Syria and he used to visit Hazrat Abu Umar. So one day, when he went to visit Hazrat Abu Umar, Hazrat Abu Umar told him that I'm going to visit a youngster. So he said he also wants to come and visit the youngster. So they went together, they went to visit the youngster. So when they reached the youngster, his uncle was sitting there as well. And this youngster was very ill. So the uncle was telling him that I told you that you mustn't do this. And I told you that stay away from this. Like a young boy, maybe he will be, He's riding his bicycle. And his father said, I don't want you to go in that street. But that child will go in that street. And if he goes in the street and something happens, the father will now shouting, hit him. That I told you don't go there. How many times? Hundred times I told you don't go there. But you didn't listen now. You went there, see now what is the consequence. See what is the result of it. So exactly the same way now. The uncle is saying that I told you don't do this. I told You don't do that, so he reprimanded him. So, after that, the boy, when the uncle finished his reprimanding, then the boy asked the uncle one question. So, he said, Oh, my uncle, then I want to ask you one question. If at this stage I'm handed over to my mother, what what do you think my mother would do? So, uh, the uncle said, That your mother will say that you must go to Jannah because how much does the mother love the child? No matter what the child does, the love of the mother for the child, she will do what is best for the child. So my mother, will, your mother will say, go to Jannah. So then that little boy said, young boy said, he said, that Allah wa ta'ala, is more kind to me than my mother. And Allah loves me more than what my mother loves me. He said this much and he passed away. There and there he passed away. After he passed away, they gave him ghusal, they did his kafa and everything. And this very same uncle that was reprimanding him, reprimanding him at his deathbed, this very same uncle now went to the qabr. When he went into the qabr to bury this young boy, all of a sudden he screamed. So when he came out after that, Abu Ghalib rahmatullahi Ali asked him, he said that what happened? Why did you scream in the qabr? He said that when we went into the Qabr, he said that I seen that the Qabr had expanded to the furthest point and only Noor was coming out of that Qabr. When I saw that type of a nur, he said I just screamed out. So where the uncle was, what he's reprimanding, what he's shouting that you got this fault and you did this wrong and you did that wrong. And what was the decision by Allah wa ta'ala. So if a person really our matters, just sort it out with Allah wa ta'ala. Take stock of ourselves. If I'm wrong in my life, wallah i make toba Allah. you kept all my gunas a secret that's so many people they don't even know what I have committed, what wrong I have done in my life. Wallah, you made satari, Wallah. you forgive me. You sort out your matters with Allah Taala. Yunus Palanpuri, I'll finish off on this. Yunus Palanpuri saab He mentioned about one person whose name was Ismail Bai. So this Ismail Bai, he was no alim of deen, no great scholar, no alim, no Molana, nothing whatsoever, just a normal person but very very punctual with his which is, uh, which is very very uh, with the when the Imam says Allah Akbar, he is there behind the Imam and very very punctual with his So he had, if he had some children maybe about five six children whatever it must have been so he had girls and he had boys all his daughters they were all married and they were very happy and he had boys but these boys they turned out to be they adopted the way of the vagabonds of the trams they just, just moving around this town and all the people of the town, they were frustrated. They were tired of these boys also. So he also was worried, he was concerned, he was frustrated. So he used to make dua to Allah. What dua used to make sometimes, he used to say, Ya Allah, that my whole life, I can't remember that I committed some serious gunas, O Allah. Why is it that I'm going through this difficulty at this time of my life? That these boys, they have adopted this way of life. So he continuously made dua. The people of the locality, they say, we know this man, Ismail Bai. we know him from childhood days. And from that time, from childhood days, he was a person, he was a pious person, never used to do anything wrong. So they couldn't reconcile between the two that he was such a good person. But what happened to his sons? So one day he went to one of his friends, his contemporaries. So when he sat with him, he spoke to him. So that contemporary, he explained to him, he said, listen, this is what the problem is. So he said, what's the problem? He said, see, because he was that pious person. He says when he used to be going for namaz, the boys, the children normally, they are naughty. And some are a little extra naughty also. So he says, when the children used to be naughty, when he used to be going for namaz, he used to get very angry. Because those sometimes a person when he has that taqwa in him, he has that piety in him, he wants everyone to be at that level. person sometimes, he goes to, for example, in Jamaat. Or a person, he goes in Khanka. And now he heard the bayans, 40 days. Oh, four months a person was in the path of Allah. Now he comes back. He is on a high level. Now his wife, who was still at home, he wants her to come to his level. No, you can't work like that. You have to give her a chance. Gradually you build her. Then you bring her to that level. Or oh, you want your children to come up. Slowly you need to build them and bring them to that level. So he was of a high level now. So what he used to say, I used to say, I don't know what type of a wicked father must have brought you up. And I don't know what type of haram food he must have fed you that today you all are such naughty children. Any bad news that will come to him, he will say that the, the children of evil people, they are also evil. The father must have done the same wrong. That is what? The children also, they are doing the same wrong. So this is how he used to speak. Whereas it comes in the hadith of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says Don't embarrass, don't humiliate another person Because of his gunas We're looking for faults in everybody Don't humiliate another person Because of the gunas that person committed Else it could happen Before you leave this world Allah Ta'ala will put you into the same gunas And then you will leave this world You will get involved in that gunas That person will be released In another narration it comes Don't become happy at the difficulties of other people Don't rejoice at the difficulties of your Muslim." Brother. Sometimes we got a problem with somebody, he is a difficult person, maybe he put us through some difficulty in our life also. They always against us also. sometimes the shop gets burned. We say, I I hope he learned his lesson now. That now he will wake up. Or he met in an accident. Now you say that, very good, he deserves it. Or maybe uh, he is reprimanding everyone's children. His child went off the track. Say, this is a good lesson for him now. Never ever say these words. See, he used to pick on other people's children, embarrass other people's children. What was the consequence of it? And the second thing that he used to do is that his own children, he used to reprimand them, he used to hit them. And then used to say you are shaitan he used to make badua for them so just as the dua for one's child is accepted in the court of Allah, when a parent makes badwa for his child, that badwa is also accepted in the court of Allah, that is why a parent the dua that he should make make our wives, our children, the coolness of our eyes, make us the imam of not normal people, of those people that have taqwa, this is the dua that a person should be making. So when he embarrassed other people on day gunas, look down upon others, this was the consequence. So this month of Muharram also, this is a time that we should take stock. This is a time we should reflect upon ourselves, what is our condition, and try and reform. Allah Ta'ala give us all tawfeeq,
0: inshaAllah. <coughs> Allahumma salli ala seydna ulana Muhammadi wa ala ali seydna ulana Muhammadi wa barak wa salim. Faithkuruni, aithkurukum, ana jalisuman zakarani. Dil miraha jayak midani utu itu ha, tu itu ha, tu itu. Armiritan mi bhajay abu gil. There didil Ha, there didil Ha, there did it. There a civil to La ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah Muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ilahi dil mein mere ghair ka kisi par meri nazar to kar mein khabar sari khabron se mujhko ilahi raho ek khabardar tera <tries> la ilaha illallah 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 la ilaha محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کوئی مجھ سے پوچھے میں کیا مانگتا ہوں میں اپنے خدا سے خدا مانگتا ہوں ہو جائے میرا میں ہو اس کا یہی دن میں دعا ata de dewo mujhko apni mohabbat main uske siwa kuch aur nahi mangta ho ena razgi jiske dozakh se bar kar usizat ki basrida mangta ho asal mujhe duniya ki khwahish nahi main bakhshish baroze jaza mangta la ilaha illallah 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 Muhammadun rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah Allah kaise pyaara hai aashiq ho hai Allah Jalla jal, jal nuhu Ta'ala Shanuhu Allah 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 Iyceh Shireen As-Tenam Allah Allah الله الله الله, الله 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 كل من عليها فان ويبقى وجه ربك ذو الجلال والكرام الله, الله ملك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله ولك الملك كله وإليك يرجع الأمر كله اللهم لا نحصي عليك أنت أثنيت على نفسك اللهم صل على سيدنا مولانا محمد كلما ذكره ذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي يبلغنا إلى حبك اللهم اجعل أحب إلينا من أنفسنا وأهلنا ومن الماء البارد اللهم ارزقنا حبك وحب رسولك صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم نا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم طهِي قلوبنا من النفاق وأعمالنا من الرّياح وألسنتنا من الكذب وعيوننا من الخيانة فإنك تعلم خائنة الأعين وما تخف السّدور اللهم توفنا مسلمين ولحقنا بالصالحين غير خزائِي ولا مفتونين اللهم آتِ نفوسنا تقوىها وذكّها فإن خير من ذكّها أن تونيها ومولها اللهم ارحمنا بترك المعاصي ولا تشقنا بمعصيتك جز الله one محمدًا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله سبحان ربك رب one عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين
1: والحمد لله